not long ago, my my old hometown of Portland, Oregon, was just ransacked by almost daily riots. It was it was wild. It was absolutely wild that riots could happen on a near daily basis for about six months. Uh, for about six months, it was weird to have a day without a riot. There were there were days without riots, but to, to think that you even had to qualify that and say, well, there were some days without riots is pretty insane. My, my kid's school was attacked. The neighborhood where uh, my kid's school was at was attacked repeatedly. Um, Antifa and, and BLM set up uh, these little, uh, these, these, I don't even know what quite to call them. Like, I don't know if they were almost like, like a combination between encampments and sit-ins where they, where they locked down certain neighborhoods. Um, on the road to one of, to my kid's school was uh, the ice building in Portland, Oregon. And they surrounded it and tried to burn it down a couple of times. And it got to the point where when you were driving through that area of town within five blocks of it, the smell was so noxiously bad that it kind of made you want to throw up. So you had to make sure the windows were up, the air in the car was on, recycle, because if you brought in any of the outside air, everyone in the car just immediately got nauseous because there was so much human feces on the ground uh, around the ice building because where the Antifa and BLM people set up, they just, they just were doing really gross stuff. And, uh, you know, people were, were scared to go downtown. Uh, the businesses were ransacked repeatedly. It was, it was, uh, people were drug out of their cars and beaten. Uh, people were murdered. Um, uh, friends of mine were beaten up rather seriously. Uh, my family received many, many death threats from uh, Antifa militants and, uh, and BLM activists. Uh, it was, it was nonstop. And it was wild and it was crazy. And all throughout that period of time, the government, uh, the local government, both Portland, local government, Oregon government, and even to a lesser extent, the federal government, which you'd be like, well, you know, that that was run by uh, President Trump at the time, did nothing, nothing. I mean, there was a couple of moments where. Uh, a little bit of assistance was given here or there, but because of the way the the state government was run, people who were committing those crimes of pulling down statues, lighting federal buildings on fire, uh, pulling old people from their cars and beating them to a bloody pulp, all of this, people were not getting charged. As a general rule of thumb, very few people got charged with anything. Uh, and the few people that did get charged with anything were quickly bailed out of jail and represented free of charge thanks to a fund that was championed by the current vice president, Kamala Harris. Before she became vice president, she encouraged people and pushed people to to donate money to these these funds. There was a couple of them. She pushed for one, but there was a there was a few of them uh, to to bail these people out. And these people, by and large, were violent sex offenders, child predators, etc., who were working with BLM and were part of BLM and Antifa and were just attacking and 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 beating people up and burning people and pulling down statues and everything just for from for months on end it was terrifying it was terrifying and we ended up fleeing the state in part because of all of that and then you flash forward a little bit and you flash forward to january 6th of last year 
and the uh, the protest that turned into a riot in Washington, D.C. It was a protest, and it did turn into a riot. But what's amazing to me is there was far less bloodshed, far less violence, far less armed people, uh, far less uh, destruction of property, of safety, of anything. I don't know if you can hear the train behind me. I'm recording outside today because it's like it's in the mid 80s and it's, you know, it's middle of February. And uh, I just it's so cool to me that it's in the mid 80s in the middle of February. Uh, cause I'm in Texas uh, that uh, I'm just like, I'm going to take advantage of this nice day anyway. Um, but despite the complete and utter lack of real uh, of violence comparatively, tons of people were put in jail. And not just in jail, but like in prison where they are in solitary confinement and people had, honestly, their basic rights stripped away. And for what? For, a, for, for being involved in what turned into a riot on or around federal property. Now, Antifa and BLM burning down and trying to light fires of federal property bailed out by the same people who are pushing to have the January 6th people in prison. Is that, is that sketchy? Oh, beyond any reasonable doubt. It's, it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. It's asinine, and it's indicative of something truly horrible. But then, then stuff goes nuts up in Canada. Truckers go and sit in the streets. They park their cars in the streets. They park their trucks and trailers in the streets, and they, they honk their horns. Honk, honk. And what happens? Canada suspends basic rights across the whole country. They declare that they can seize people's bank accounts. They start arresting people. They start beating old people for not, not for being violent. Because those truckers weren't being violent. We have so many thousands of hours of video footage from on-the-ground people that it's it's impossible for anyone to make the case that the truckers were being violent, uh, at least at least at any any real significant or measurable level. But yet, the government of Canada, putting people in jail, arresting people, trampling people, beating old people, taking people's money away, taking people's property away, taking away people's ability to leave the country. People are actually being locked into the country having their funds removed and being threatened that they'll be thrown in jail because of their political stance, which is basically what happened on January 6th as well, to a lesser degree. It's interesting when looking at it because we're in this state right now where if you have a viewpoint that disagrees in any way, shape, or form with those that are currently in power... They are threatening you, and even and they are following through with it on putting people in jail for an untold, unlimited amount of time, even without charges, taking all of your personal property and money away, for revoking your ability to travel, all because you have a political viewpoint that is different than theirs. Now, and these are the same exact people that championed violence, murder, burning down federal facilities. They promoted those things during the Antifa and BLM riots. 
is kind of terrifying, you know? Like, it's it's terrifying to watch all that. And now, you know, we're looking out right now, and we're looking at everything happening over in Eastern Europe and Russia, which is a whole different topic, uh, and and it feels like it feels like when you turn on the news, when you read the news websites, they're looking at that, but they're not looking at the fact that Canada is no longer a democracy because it's not. By definition, Canada is not a democracy anymore. Whether you want it to be or not is irrelevant. Whatever it started as, it's not what it is anymore. It's not a democracy anymore. It's just not. So, and the United States... Well, honestly, if you look at what what happened around the January 6th riots and you look at what happened around the BLM and Antifa riots, I think you have a good case for, for making the point that the United States is going down a very similar road at just at a different uh, <clears throat> at a different pacing. But a very similar road. And yet we're worried about saving Ukrainian democracy from Russia when Ukraine isn't a democracy either. I mean, hell, you, 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 the leadership of Ukraine imprisoned all of their political, their political adversaries, not all of them, but a good number of them, shut down TV stations and newspapers if they disagreed with those currently in power. I mean, that's not a democracy. That's a psychotic dictatorship. That's not even a good dictatorship because you can have a dictatorship run by like a nice dictator who doesn't do those sorts of things. It's possible, right? (laughs) But Ukraine and Canada have mean dictatorships now. They're cruel. They're They're the kind that viciously punish people for simply having ideas that are that are not, you know, positive. <clears throat> towards the the people that are currently in power. <coughs> Excuse me. Ah, that went down the wrong windpipe. And so they're not dictatorships. So we're we're like, oh, we got to protect the Ukrainian democracy that's not a democracy and and just completely ignore the fact that that Canada is no longer a democracy um and is getting worse and uh the United States is heading down that path with a reason at a reasonable clip. <coughs> Doggone it. I need I need to take a sip here. Woo. Oh yeah, that's better. <coughs> Excuse me. It's it's terrifying. It is terrifying. It's legitimately scary. <coughs> my cough is unrelated. And I think I just got this weird tickle in my throat. Anyway, uh I just wanted to talk about it briefly because it is it's weird and it's scary. It's weird and it's scary what's happening. Uh, regardless of what political end of anything you're on. Because I I don't know of any Democrat in my family, in my friend group. <coughs> my goodness. Stop it. Stop coughing. Stop coughing, Lunduke. I feel, I feel like I've literally got a frog in my throat right now. You can kind of hear it, right, can't you? Oh my goodness, there's a frog in my throat. But I don't know any Democrat in, in any of my friend groups, neighbors, anything that like what is happening. I also know very few <clears throat> that are still happy that Biden is president or that Trudeau is president or prime minister. Very few. <clears throat> and that includes people that voted for those guys 
or their parties previously and supported them. But they're just not happy with it. Which is fascinating to me. So here we are. Both Trudeau and Biden, their popularity, <clears throat> their approval ratings are way underwater. Way, way underwater. Uh, if you held an election right now, neither of them would win. Then again, Trudeau didn't win election last time. Uh, he lost. But he's still in power because it's a democracy. Uh, yeah, so look into that one if you want to get mad. But here we are. Here we are in this horrible, terrifying set of circumstances. And it's Monday. Just a little bit ago, uh, Putin spoke to, to people, uh, addressed his nation. And that was fascinating. Uh, I'll probably talk about that a little bit more later. And Trudeau this morning announced that um, that his <clears throat> emergency powers that give him basically dictatorial powers uh, would last forever because um, he announced. So he he announced the state of emergency was because of the trucker blockade. So he announced this morning that the trucker blockade is cleared, uh, but the emergency is not over. I went, what? OK, follow that. The trucker blockade was the whole emergency. According to Trudeau, he cleared the trucker blockade, according to Trudeau, but the emergency, according to Trudeau, Trudeau is not over. <laughs> yeah, he's never going to give him up, guys. He's going to increase it. He's going to increase his power. Guaranteed by the week's end, his power will be increased. If not, I will be really surprised. Uh, and what's fascinating is right after, right on the heels of Trudeau being like, hey, by the way, I'm going to seize everyone's bank accounts and all of your crypto wallets. If you got crypto wallets, give them to me. They're my crypto wallets. If you gave one half of a penny worth of Bitcoin to a political candidate I don't like or to a or to the truckers to buy them gas because they're evil Nazis, you got to kill those guys. I'm going to I'm going to take your crypto wallets. Well, right after that, Biden announced that he'd be, he's, be, he's working on, on legislation to basically do the same thing and creating an entire FBI task force with the entire purpose of seizing crypto wallets. Almost almost like it's, it's all coordinated, isn't it? It's all happening at the same time. Slight, slight differences in pacing, but it's all kind of lining up, really. Ugh, it's terrifying. Terrifying. But what are you going to do? On the plus side, on the plus side, it's over 80 degrees. I'm going to go for a nice walk this afternoon, try and, try and get my stamina up because I got a, I got a, I got a big show I want to do and I got to get my stamina up so I can stand for a couple hours and do it all. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just going to pass out. Oh, I'm going to pass out. I feel like, you know, when you're in high school gym class and you have to like run, like they do like those timed runs in high school gym class. I don't know if they did it where you're at. Dude, timed runs and you got to see how fast you can run around the track for a mile or however long. And afterwards, you just feel like you're going to pass out. <laughs> you just, you're like, you go blind and you'll flop sweat and you're just passing out. Basically, you are, are looking the, as least attractive as humanly possible in front of a bunch of high school girls. Uh, it's fantastic. It's the best thing ever. Um, it, that's how I feel lately uh, when recording shows or walking to my car. <laughs> I got to get my stamina up. I can do it. I can do it. Oh, man, I tell you, it took it out of me. Those, those, those COVIDs took it out of me. 
But anyway, it's a beautiful day. I'm going to get out there and enjoy some sunshine, move my limbs a little bit more, move, exercise those lungs. I hope you're having a great time, despite whatever horrible things are happening in your neck of the woods. It probably is horrible. Oh, but I hope you and your family are doing well. I, I hope you got some hugs and, and high fives from your loved ones. And I hope you get to do something nerdy because, doggone it, you deserve it. Anyway, I'll talk to you all later. <laughs> Yeah, I'll talk to you later.